Welcome to the Woeful FC Podcast. This is episode 19. I know I've been gone for like three weeks, but a lot have been going on in the world. But we're back. I'm back. I'm alive. And uh, let's get right into it. Play that intro music, please. Welcome back to the Woeful FC Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. Last episode, I did say I probably might not come back <laughs> the, f- the next week. And it's been like two, three weeks. And you know, I'm trying to graduate college here in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a humanitarian crisis in the world. Racism. There's a lot happening, okay? It's been difficult. Um, but here I am. I'm back. There's a lot to talk about, okay? Football's been back in the men's but also in germany and then yeah things have been happening looking at you know barcelona let's talk about it we got a lot of renovations laia godina contract renewed until 2022 claudia pina renewed until 2023 people were saying that she was gonna leave if she's leaving it's on loan because she's coming back Barca's not making the same mistakes again as they do with other players in the past. Lost too many good young academy players. Not again. Who else renewed? Candela Andujar, 2022. That's what I'm talking about. Who else? Gemma Font, 2022. That's what I want to hear. I'm waiting for Carla Armengol's contract renewal because she's another one that we can't lose. I'm just saying. Get her contract renewed. Also... Our good friend, Anna Maria Senegocevic, who was only supposed to be here for half a season. But I mean, I guess her season did get kind of cut short early. Thank you, Miss Corona. Um, Her contract had like a thing that if they wanted, they could extend it to one more season. And they've done that. So Senegocevic, who played 10 games with Barca, will continue next season until June 30th, 2021. And then from there, who knows what will happen. Also, sadly, um, like I said, I think I said in one podcast that Stephanie Van der Graat was probably not going to stay, and it was confirmed. Although she is going to have a baby, like, congratulations to her. I was really hoping that she would stay, and, like, the Barca players would be, like, with the baby, and it'd be so cute because they're all crazy. But anyway, so she's left, and she has gone to Ajax back in Netherlands, which is cool. It's a good team. Good for her. But it sucks, though, because... She's a really good player, but she's just been really unlucky with injuries. Like, damn, injuries really just ruin everything. So, I wish her all the best. She's amazing. And no, really any signings haven't been announced, but they've been saying that some are going to be announced. The whole situation is kind of (laughs) weird. So, I'm sure that later in the future, either after the Champions League or right before... Uh, which we'll talk about in a sec. They'll announce more. Also, Miss Andrea Falcon is training individually. Not with the team yet, but 
just seeing her running after her, you know, big surgery on her knee a long time ago makes me happy she's getting better each day. Um, the good thing about this coronavirus is that, you know, maybe she can come back in August. Who knows? Got two months. Um, so that's exciting. Also, I saw this on Twitter that the second division in men's is might is like gonna gonna come back and i'm like um excuse me the women's first division can't come back to play and finish the season finish the season but the men's second division can is it because absolutely nobody goes to those games are you kidding me i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's gonna happen but if that happens that's absolutely ridiculous that's ridiculous because seriously you're gonna bring back a second division league but not a first division that's there's no excuse for that only because you'll be like oh well nobody goes to these games so it's less of a sanitary it's less of a health hazard that's unacceptable if you bring back the men's and you don't bring back the women's first division that doesn't allow you to bring back the men's second division that's absolutely not okay so i hope that's not true because honestly, that's extremely disrespectful to women and just absolutely, completely necessary. Let's go on to something more exciting. If you didn't know, you probably did know, the Diario de Barcelona, which I'm a part of, did an interview with Miss Carolina Graham Hansen, okay? So... It's on the Diario de Barcelona website. There's a part in Catalan and in English at the bottom. Um, I have it saved on my Twitter somewhere. Um, you probably saw it around Twitter. But I just wanted to talk about some of the things that she said that I thought were cool. She's currently in Norway training. Which if you have... She posts like on her Instagram and stuff that she's in Norway training in like a really cool stadium. Which is cool. And that she's really happy at Barcelona. And that... She's grown as a person and as a player. She's really enjoyed her first season. Um, that, you know, the lack of professional surroundings and economic uh, help complicates the women's league returning. And that, you know, these teams should have more economic support from the get-go. And uh, period. And she also said that Every, she adapted really well to the team because everybody's been super helpful and it's like a family and it's just really sweet also she said that you know in relation to it being like a bittersweet way to end the season they were doing so well and it got cut she was like i just want to win next season as well just to prove that it wouldn't have mattered if there were eight games left or not that we can also win it while playing through a whole season and i'm like yes that motivation i love it i love it i love it i love it just fantastic and uh she said that she felt really welcome from the fans she feels like at home and she loves playing at you know the john crow stadium and i'm like oh my god <laughs> love her and she said on the pitch her she has the best connection with torejon i'm like you gotta be kidding me you're gonna make me cry so and then i asked her do you think barcelona has what it takes to beat leon or wolfsburg in the champions league and she said i believe it we have improved and if we want to be the best, we have to beat the best. And she said, I think we have what it takes. So it's actually 
a really good interview. She also said, "Women's the women's game um, has the same possibilities and acceptance, even though everything's happening and all the leagues are getting cut. And they'll keep pushing forward. And uh, the journey of the women's game, which will keep on growing, is something that people need to be paying attention to. So go check out that interview. It's really good. There's also like a fun game, like a word-to-word game. And uh, she called her mom her idol. It's so cute. Okay, go check it out. She's amazing. We already knew that, though. Xavi Villajuana and the new Barca director, Barca Femini director, said that um, he's really focusing on the B team, on Barca B. Next year, Barca B will train in the morning, so there's more contact between the first team and the B team. They're going to put more focus on the young players, get them playing with the first team more and just like a really big focus on the academy which is really cool and it's like really in the like the roots of what Barca is you know the Messia and the fact that they renewed the contract of four youth players is pretty cool so I like that I like that he's uh I like him so far obviously Maria Tashido is in our hearts forever but so far he seems pretty cool also um, Barca Femini was training recently, but um, then they announced that the Champions League would return in August, which I'll talk about the dates in a sec. So they're on vacation now, chilling. They will return to training on July 13th to prepare for the Champions League. Now they're, you know, at the beach, on an island, whatever. That's a child crying, which honestly me, thinking that I have to wait until August to see them play. So there's that. But now let's talk Champions League. So write this down on your calendar from August 21st to August 30th. The final eight of the Champions League will take place in San Sebastián and Bilbao here in Spain, which is sick for me because honestly, that's close. Closer than it was supposed to be in Vienna. So I'm down. Um, Three matches will be played at each venue. And... uh, I'm sorry, I lost my place. Three matches will be played. Three matches will be placed. Oh my god, I can't even talk. Three matches will be played at each venue, and the final will be in Anoeta, where um, Real Sociedad plays, which is really cool. Also, it's nice because you know Barcelona has some fun in in Bilbao. Okay, in Bilbao and in San Sebastian. I'm just saying. <laughs> And the games will be held behind closed doors, but Spain now is in like you know the new normality. They're officially we're officially out of like the lockdown, and I think the um, state of emergencies like ended today. So there's a possibility that it could change in a certain amount of people. Obviously, a limited amount of people would be let in. But excuse me, if I can go, my God, I would die. I'll record it for you guys. Don't even worry. Like, I will go for you. It's a sacrifice I have to do for my fans. It's something It's something I will do. I'll do it for the art of journalism. For you guys. To report the truth in the news. Not for me. Like, it has nothing to do with me. It's just pure sacrifice. So, back to the important things. I'm writing, giving you the dates. Write these down. Friday the 21st, the quarterfinals. Saturday the 22nd, quarterfinals. Tuesday the 25th, semifinals, 
and Wednesday, the 26th semifinals. Sunday, the 30th, there's the final. I think what I had failed to mention is that each game, um, quarterfinals, semifinals, is going to be a one match instead of two, like normally. So Barcelona will play Atletico Madrid, and it's a one match. And that's it. So if they were to play um, Atletico, Atletico Madrid in the quarterfinals, and then say Wolfsburg, which I think it'll be Wolfsburg in the semifinals, it's both are one games. And then obviously the final on the 30th, which is a Sunday, is a one game like always. So yeah, and I think each game will be like at 8. 8 Central European time. I don't know the time zones. So there's that. And looking to next season, um, some of the classified teams are Lyon, PSG, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Manchester City, and I think Wolfsburg, Bayern Munich, Juventus, as what I've seen. And the match calendar for next season for the Champions League is the qualifying round is the 7th, the 10th, and the 13th of October, 2020. The round of 32 is the 11th, 12th, and the 18th and 19th of November of November 20th. The round of 16 is the 3rd and 4th, and the 10th and the 11th of March, 2021. And the quarterfinals are the 23rd and the 24th of March, and the 31st of March and the 1st of April. And the semifinals are the 24th, 25th of April, and the 1st and 2nd of May. And then the final is May 16th in Gothenburg, which is in Sweden. So, yeah. Which, I believe the qualifying round means um, group stage, right? Or are they going to go... I found this on Twitter, so I don't know. Because they said that they were changing the format and putting groups in. Like in the men's. But I don't know if because of everything that's happened this season, if they're still going to do that. Maybe they'll delay it until next season. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. But, so the next four Champions League finals will take place as follows. 2020, San Sebastian. 2021, Gothenburg in Sweden. 2022, Turin in in Italy. And 2023, Eidenhoven in Netherlands. So there you go. Okay, so by the way, I just checked it. And yes, the qualifying round of the Champions League that I mentioned earlier is the um, the group stage, which is cool. But I was worried. I was like, if they don't do the group stage, that's a bit sad. But anyway, let's look at Europe. Let's look at how the other leagues have finished up. The only one that's still playing. The only one, I'm sorry, the only one that ever came back was Germany. But obviously, champions had to be decided. In England, which I didn't even know. I was very confused. Chelsea where were announced champions and i was very shocked because i was like in manchester city but it's because chelsea had one game less than manchester city and so they won based on the best points per game ratio so chelsea had 39 points in 15 games and manchester city had 40 points in 16 games but chelsea had drawn Chelsea had 12 wins, 3 draws, and 0 losses, and 2.6 points per game. Manchester City had 13 wins, 1 draw, and 2 losses, and 2.5 points per game, so 
they want it that way it's a weird way to win and i didn't want them to win and i think i brought this upon myself and i think it's because of me so arsenal i'm so sorry <laughs> but the team chelsea did donate the 100,000 pound prize that they won from winning the super league to a refugee charity which is really sweet honestly <laughs> especially during this you know world climate so that's actually really nice and uh liverpool was relegated <laughs> because of everything arsenal didn't make it into the champions league it's a whole lot of mess going on over there <laughs> especially as an arsenal fan when i was like oh maybe they'll win I, ever since I started talking about them on this podcast, it's just all gone downhill for them. So I'm deciding not to talk about Arsenal anymore. Next season, we're not talking about Arsenal. Just because I want them to do well. Italy, the Serie A, had been officially cancelled on, like, June 8th. The, you know, the health protocols weren't approved. Many players had their contracts ending on June 30th and they wouldn't have been able to keep playing. It was very complicated. So, Juventus... The, whole, the thing's, like, kind of confusing. Also, the squads didn't really agree. A lot of them didn't want to continue the league. There a lot of problems. But they decided that they wouldn't have a winner. So Juventus doesn't win. Kind of complicated. And they had to have an algorithm figure out whether Milan or Fiorentina would make it into the Champions League. Which was finally decided that it would be Fiorentina. And Milan didn't make it in. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Become confusing. Orobica was relegated. Napoli was promoted to the Serie A. I don't know why they didn't just let Juventus be winners. Whatever. I guess you know it's like other leagues have done that too, even in men's. But it's weird. Just give them. Just give them the league. I mean, if they're winning, whatever. And like Juventus was winning by a few points. Like they'd been. They'd been number one. Like they were gonna probably win it. Whatever. I mean, they won it last season anyway. So in Germany, last week, Wolfsburg beat Freiburg 2-0. And they won their fourth straight Bundesliga title. They won it with, I believe, two match, le- match days left. Um, Bayern Munich in second, Hoffenheim in third. I mean, I figured they were going to win. They're one of the best teams in Europe right now. They came... One of the best teams, if not the best. Um, they came really prepared into the Bundesliga. They had been training the most. They just were ready to finish it, you know? So, now they're ready. Now, they only have one or two. One match. No, two match days left. And then, obviously, the Pokal Cup. And then just break into the Champions League. So... We'll see what happens there, but Wolfsburg is really the team to look at. Wolfsburg, Lyon, and Barcelona. Not to be biased, but I mean, who else? The English teams are kind of all over the place. I'm just saying, period. Bayern Munich, obviously, because Bayern Munich is always there, but... I mean, come on. Let's be real here. These semifinals are going to be wild. So, I'm really excited for what will happen. And finally, just some extra news. 
regarding like international football um for the women's world cup in 2023 um there are multiple countries that were hoping to co- uh, to host the world cup one of them was brazil also australia new zealand and colombia and japan brazil has pulled out because if you didn't know covid is like destroying the country and their president isn't doing anything so anyway they are having some financial constraints among other things so they can't you know probably not going to be able in a few years from now to to host that so australia and new zealand have a joint bid with colombia and japan as the other two contenders the final host country will be decided on june 25th which i believe is on thursday which is kind of a weird day to announce something i don't know but we'll see that'll be exciting thinking of the future and the champion and the world cup and you know just a pandemic free world where people can all just play football and we can go to the matches that's something i'm dreaming of also did i let you guys know i got my money back <laughs> for my barca tickets that i bought which is like nice i'm like okay thank you but i wanted to see them raise the trophy so it was kind of sad but i mean they gave me my money back <laughs> so that was nice to know and so that is it for this episode also by the way not recorded in my bathroom look at how elegant i'm getting i don't record for two weeks and i don't record in the bathroom i'm really on top of things so thank you so much for listening thank you so much for being patient with me um check out uh graham hansen's interview with the diario de barcelona if you look up diario de barcelona on google and then scroll down go to the interview section it's there you'll see it it's really fun um keep an eye out for the champions league in august end of august and uh bundesliga still has two uh match days left there's also the pokal cup so enjoy football while we have it and uh thank you so much for listening if you want to chat about anything sign some petitions to help the world check me out on twitter at nadlibrezzi underscore or Hit us up on Instagram at WofoFC. And once again, thank you so much for listening. This is the WofoFC podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Brezzi. And I will say, tune in next Monday. I'm hoping for sure this time because I'm done with exams, hopefully, if I passed. So I'm pretty positive I will. But I'm not trusting myself lately. But pretty positive. I'll see you next Monday for another new episode. Thank you. Goodbye.